everyone. This is episode 481 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, June 6, 2018. I am your host, Mark Cusinez. Today I'll be talking about some games, a movie, and uh, yeah, that's 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 it, really. Uh, there's not too much to talk about today. I've been very busy with some art, business, and what have you the past few days, so I haven't had much time to do much of anything other than just real work. Um, but I did play some Moonlighter and a handful of other games here and there and a whole lot more Halo 5, which everyone loves hearing about. But I did get my KD above 1, which I am very proud of. Uh, as a an almost 32-year-old, I feel like I'm in the older age. I'm I'm a senior citizen when it comes to competitive gaming, I feel like. You know, I feel like the, the, the youngins, the teenagers, and the early 20s, are they have their reflexes just firing on all cylinders, and I'm starting to lose some of that steam. Supposedly. I don't know, but I'm, I'm doing pretty well, and I started off rough, so after getting used to the way Halo plays again, uh, I've been doing pretty well. So well that I've gotten my KD to 1, and I'm really happy about it. And I, I love SWAT. That's all I play, so... There's that. Moonlighter is a new game that just came out either last week or this week. And I've played a smidgen of it. So it's this like isometric over-the-top view. Rogue light meets a shop owner thing. So the game is split up into two parts. You go into the dungeons at night. And you defeat enemies, you collect resources, you collect items, and then during the day, you put those items for sale in your shop. And you have to pay attention to the way customers react to prices, so you know, oh, this was overpriced, this is underpriced. Oh, I've sold too many of these, and the value has dropped, so you have to pay attention to supply and demand. And it's, it's interesting. I like both aspects of the game uh, conceptually I appreciate that in the little time I've put into the game it does seem to be balanced pretty well so that you have to you spend a good amount of time doing both it's not heavily balanced towards the dungeon crawling and just throwing up uh, your items in the shop and then ignoring all that you have to pay attention and when a customer picks up an i uh, picks up an item and is going to purchase it. You have to go to the cash register and sell it to them, or they'll just sit there waiting. And I assume I, I didn't want to lose a sale. I assume they'll get annoyed if you take too long and just put the item back. Maybe they'll steal it. I don't know, but it is fun to a point uh, managing your shop watching the customers, seeing how they react, and then getting that information in your little notebook. Like, okay, this price makes them give a very grumpy face. This one makes them give a super like, oh, I'm getting a damn good deal face. And then this is like, oh, this is the happy face where everyone's happy. You're making a profit. They're getting a good deal. Everyone's happy. And I enjoy all of that. Um, And there's a town that your shop is in, and... As you earn money, you can purchase other shops. You basically are, you're not the mayor, but apparently you're meant to pay for everyone's down payment on their shops and what have you. 
because I don't know. I don't know why everything comes down to you, why no one else has to do anything. But there wouldn't be as much of a game if you didn't have to pay for upgrades and all that and pay for new shops to be put up. Uh, when you're in the dungeon, it's very much so like a Binding of Isaac or similar such games where you, you move around in an environment when there are enemies in the in the the room with you all the doors are locked you kill all the enemies the doors open you can backtrack you can uh, go on diverging paths and some rooms will have items or i haven't run into any shops yet um but the types of enemies and the spaces will differ uh, it's all procedurally generated and you have a little amulet that you use i'm playing on xbox one too um, that you use to return to your shop and using that costs gold and i did get an item that allows me to convert objects in the dungeon to gold you will probably get less money by doing this but if you're low on gold and need to get out you have that as an option i don't remember how the amulet works if if you're holding a certain amount of items the gold uh, the cost is more i'm not sure if it's a fixed cost because i have only played a very brief amount of the game but the last time i left it was 300 gold and i had about 660 so it was a hefty amount of my profit but i did make 560 bucks uh on my last day with the shop so there's that and i haven't got to a point where i could potentially leave the dungeon without using the amulet if there's reaching the end of a level because i did reach the second part of a dungeon but i didn't find any way to leave without using the amulet so i still need to learn how the systems work uh in a more detailed manner uh, and the combat feels okay you start the game in this tutorial where you're just learning how everything works and, and dodging and rolling. Um, rolling is on the left trigger. The right trigger is health if you have health items. X is secondary attack use. And A is your main attack. So you start off with just a broom. And the broom felt awful because it wasn't a swipe. It was just you just jabbed it forward like a javelin or something. But then you quickly get a sword and shield from an old dude around town. I was like, hey, you shouldn't be going into the dungeon with a broom. You you know, don't go in alone. He pulls the whole line from The Legend of Zelda. And he gives you a sword and shield. So then X is blocked with the shield. And A is attack. And it's a little swipe attack. And it, it feels okay, but I kind of wish... Not kind of. I do wish you can move and attack at the same time. When you attack, you stop in place. And I always find that to be a bit frustrating. I like being able to move and attack at the same time. Because I just feel like I'm putting myself in more danger when I attack. Uh, when that is the way the, the mechanics work. Um, but it has nice, nice pixel art as well. looks good. Um, and I'm digging it. I'm excited to play more of it and expand my town. I'm not sure what the shops are. I couldn't remember if there's something that will allow me to get better gear i would hope so i would like to get some new gear and that would be helpful in exploring the dungeon it does i felt like i was getting hit on a uh, a fr at a frustrating degree 
when and part of it is because of that not being able to move when you attack uh and also and part of it is just not learn not knowing the way a certain enemy attacks their patterns yet but i think there's a lot of potential in it and i am enjoying it so far uh, and i'm excited to put more time into it hopefully it keeps me enjoying it as i play more um and that is available on i think all the major platforms i believe it's on switch ps4 xbox one and pc maybe not but should be <laughs> uh so yeah there's that and then other than that i played a smidgen of carmageddon max damage because it was just like oh this is here it's it's looking it's looking me in the face and i booted it up for the first time played it controls are terrible feels awful there aren't enough people on the streets to run over it's really boring um for a game that's called carmageddon and i never really played the old ones uh there's not that much a getting getting on <laughs> and then i played one offline match of friday the 13th just to try and get familiar become familiar with the controls that was all right i put it on easy and i don't know if on easy the counselors know how to escape because it just seemed like they were doing a lot of stupid things but I, i'm i'm interested in going deeper in that game and seeing what else there is to to it and playing online with actual people which would be more interesting I'm very curious to see what the voice chat is like in the game. I feel like it could be one of the most annoying voice chats in the game where uh, it'll be interesting. I threw in Steep, and I'm like, oh, I still really like Steep. I hope there's a new Steep. I, I, I think, I don't know, I like all this type of, open. I like the Ubisoft open world system and the way their things work. I enjoy that. So give me another one. Or give me, you know, maybe they should create their own skateboarding game. They should bring back skate. If EA does not announce Skate 4, Ubisoft, announce skating. Or announce kickflip. I don't know. Announce something with skate uh, skateboarding. Other than that, not really anything else to talk about in the game uh, era. Game space. Like I said... Not much to talk about. Short show. Shorty, shorty, McShort show. I did watch a movie called Red Hill. And this is a modern western set in Australia starring Ryan Quackenthal. I don't know what his name is, but he was in Not Suitable for Children and The Right Kind of Wrong, two romantic comedies I'm sure no one has ever heard of. The Right Kind of Wrong, you don't need to hear about. It's whatever. But Not Suitable for Children is pretty good. And the female lead in that movie was in Predestination, which you might not have heard of as well. But that is a very good time travel movie that you should definitely check out with her and Ethan Hawke. But uh, Ryan Quackenthal is also from True Blood, I believe. And I think he played Rogue's brother. I don't know. All I, He's, and this might not help when it comes to true blood but he's very ripped he's in very good shape and in like slender good shape he's not joe magnolia or whatever buff 
bulky shape. Very lean, ripped shape. Uh, a young Brad Pitt-esque. But somewhere between <laughs> Snatch Pitt and Troy Pitt. Uh, a, a, a Snowy Pitt. I don't know. But it is a modern western where a man breaks out of prison and he comes back to the town he used to live in to get some revenge. And stuff happens. Am I going to spoil it? Sure, I'm going to spoil it because I don't think anyone actually is going to check this out who's listening. Except maybe Lunchbox. So Lunchbox, if you want to watch a really nice, tight, 90-minute modern western, skip ahead a minute or so. Uh, the story is about this guy who was wrongfully imprisoned. And you learn this as Ryan Baba is the new deputy or whatever. He's the, he's the new, not sheriff in town, but he's one of the new officers in town. He's come there because his wife is pregnant. And the last time she was pregnant, she lost the baby due to stress. And they wanted to come to a small town where nothing crazy is going to happen. And you know what? Of course something crazy is going to happen. So this guy breaks out of prison. And he runs into Ryan uh, pretty early on, who I think is named Shane in the movie, and doesn't kill him. He ends up slipping and falling down this thing. And over the course of the movie, you learn that he was wrongfully convicted and that the townspeople of this area beat and raped and murdered his wife, who was pregnant at the time with a boy. And then shot him and left him in his house as they lit it on fire. And now he's come back to get his revenge. And it's about all that happening. Shane, Ryan, learning about it as the movie progresses. And it's just a really good modern Western. And I was surprised by it. It it caught me off guard. And there's a lot of good stuff coming out of Australia in that sense. Uh, I mean, not a high amount but like maybe like 10 years ago there was a proposition and i think there were a few more but i may not they may not all be from australia but uh yeah the red uh just red hill not the red hill uh definitely check it out if you can it's cheap to purchase uh or you could probably get it from maybe your library but if you're like me a netflix dvd blu-ray subscriber you can get it through there Uh, so yeah that will do it for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed the shorty that was today's episode. Uh, once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. You all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, Monomalist, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I'm the Kush3. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which just put up a new episode today, episode number 60, where... Steven is out because he's sick, I guess. And Rob is back because he's not sick, I guess. So check that out if you want. Both of these podcasts are available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And you can also find the art I do by going over to pxsart.com and checking out over there. And if you'd want to watch videos that I post every now and again, we just surpassed 400,000 total views, which isn't a lot, really, in the grand scheme of things. But I'm proud of hitting that because I've seen a nice jump in views and all that jazz since I started putting up content more frequently 
around the beginning of the year. So I'm happy to see that. Uh, but that is youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. Subscribe, like videos, don't dislike videos. I'm always confused when I see random dislikes on videos that like nobody even this is a video that nobody really watched and I could I said nothing offensive in this podcast episode but somebody just disliked it because they probably disliked my face and you know what if you're disliking a video because my face is in it I get you I get you high five Ah, okay um and if you'd like to support the site in general please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way uh yeah that will do it for today's episode all right all right new glasses thinner beard a lot less hair it's a, it's a brand new day okay mm. bye